Welcome to the Internet Report, where we uncover what's working and what's breaking on the Internet and why. So there was a number of things that happened last week. Uh, one of them was an issue that some users experienced with Twitter that was on the 16th, and uh, that was appeared to be related to an application issue. Um, we're not going to really talk about that today. We're going to get into a really interesting BGP leak that occurred again on the 16th. And to discuss that, I'm joined by Kamal, who's a principal engineer with our uh, customer engineering team. And we're going to dive right in. Kamal, welcome. Thank you, Angelique. It's good to be back on the Internet Report. Awesome to be here. And Kamal is, um, you know, really kind of a, an expert on, on BGP. And so it's going to be an interesting discussion to kind of walk through. So um, for those of you who are not aware, there was a, a pretty major BGP leak that occurred last week. And it was um, it came about because Vodafone started um, advertising or had leaked, um, you know, more than 30,000 prefixes. So that's pretty big. And this was Vodafone India. And as a result of that, there was some issues with uh, traffic getting disrupted. And this happened around, um, this was uh, 1 uh, 50 a.m. UTC. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So 1.50 a.m. UTC, and then so that was like 9.50 a.m. Um, on the East Coast. And in this uh, article that we see here, it was reported that the incident lasted approximately 10 minutes. Now, what we saw was that the issue was actually um, lasted quite a bit longer than that. And to kind of walk through that, we can um, move over to this um, example that we have here of um, uh, prefixes that are advertised by Akamai. So Akamai is a, a very large CDM provider um, and they host uh, traffic for their or host content for their customers on their very uh, large global edge network. Um, and so we can see here at the time that we have, um, you know, this prefix here is being advertised by Akamai. And then at the time of the incident, so we have here um, between 9.45 and, and uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time, so it was roughly 9.50 when the incident started, uh, we have two origins um, that are now in the mix. That's so, correct. So um, what was, what's happening that's quite interesting in here is the fact that we are seeing now um, Vodafone India LTD uh, 55410 ASN stepping into the action and actually starting to advertise the Akamai's prefix that you just mentioned. And we can see that uh, prefix propagated uh, through the rest of the Akamai's network, uh, hitting the rest of the tier one providers and basically propagating uh, to the internet. And it had a pretty wide uh, negative effect on, on all of the monitors that are in this particular screen um, seen on the left-hand side indicated by red color here. Uh, as you can see here, uh, Angelique, Angelique is uh, focusing on London-25 uh, collector, and we can see that uh, the prefix 2351280-22 is now getting advertised by 55410, uh, 55 uh, and then with your uh, Vodafone group PLCSN as an upstream of 1273 before hitting Hurricane Electric here. 
Right. So, so we're, home, we're, we're kind of zeroing in on this, one, this BGP monitor that's connected to Hurricane Electric because Akamai has a huge number of peers and most of the peers that, that we saw earlier when we were looking at all the monitors, um, not all of them uh, either received or accepted this um, illegitimate route that was being propagated by Vodafone. Um, and so, but Hurricane Electric was one of the service providers who did. And so we're looking just a little bit more closely at them. So to kind of go back in time before the incident, again, you can kind of see Hurricane Electric is peering directly with Akamai. Akamai, um, you know, is the origin as we can see here. They, they are the legitimate, um, uh, owner, if you will, of the of this particular slash 22 that we see here. And if we go forward in time, we can see that there is um, some changes that took place. Um, at this time, they're accepting a route from Vodafone and, um, you know, they're, they're effectively decommissioning this route to Akamai. So it looks like there's some route flapping that's taking place. And we can kind of see that, you know, it's kind of flipping back and forth between um, those two service, or those uh, two origins, if you will. So that's correct. And if we see a few de uh, details of the pine changes, you can see exactly what we just spoke about. So you, uh, on the right hand side, because the SN pods work that way towards the left hand side, uh, you can see that uh, 16625 is the origin uh, and they are advertising their prefix to 20940 uh, before reaching the hurricane electric. And then at uh, 09542 EDT, that switches to 54, uh, 55,410, uh, which is Vodafone India LTD advertising prefix to their upstream, uh, which is Vodafone Group ASN 1273 before the prefixes reaches, uh, again, Hurricane Electric. So we see this kind of flap. Right, and, and then, you know, we kind of see the, the flip side of that in the next round where, you know, if we look at the details, it's again, it's kind of, it's flipping between um, these different origins. And so it's kind of interesting because, you know, th there's, there's basically two different paths that are being advertised to Vodafone from its peers. Now, would there be a reason why they would, you know, why both of them would be legitimate? Like, were they, you know, it looks like there's flapping between them, but, um, you know, why wouldn't they accept and, and have both of these installed at the same time? Uh, that's a quite good question. In fact, uh, all of these changes that we can see here are determined by something that we called uh, BGP best path uh, selection algorithm. And that's basically the criteria that BGP is using to define which prefix is gonna get installed in the routing table. And in this particular case, which is quite interesting, we see that all of the prefixes have three ASN in the S part, uh, which uh, basically from that perspective uh, makes them eligible, right? However, um, though this uh, behavior is part of which Vodafone uh, India LTD uh, 55 10 is uh, hijacking the prefix, which changes the origin. Uh, the path itself is not the uh, legitimate uh, candidate for ECMP multipath, which uh, rules it out basically. So what's happening here is that um, in general ECMP scenario, if the origin was the same, you would have two different paths to, to, uh, to the same origin. 
Uh, and as a result of that, uh, we would see some um, hashing as part of which certain flows would go to path A, so to say, and certain flows would go to path B. However, given the fact that uh, the origin itself has been changing here. This doesn't make it candidate for the ECMP, so BGP rejects that, and only one and single uh, prefix is being installed at the time, even though even though the ASN uh, path is uh, exactly the same. Right. It, it's really interesting how there, there's basically kind of a, a mixture of different things that are influencing this behavior, because the first thing that happens is that it's receiving a, a, a route that is the same path length. So if it was a longer path length, then it would just prefer the original um, uh, route advertised path, in this case, um, Akamai. If it was shorter, then it might um, prefer that path. But because they're both equal length, um, it's basically switching between them and just taking the one that it's received, um, you know, it's, it's most recently received, right? And, but to your point, if they, did have the same origin, then they would effectively load balance across them, right? Exactly. There are some there are some other criteria for um, e, uh, for the pod to be the ECMP candidate, but in general, if you are one hundred percent spot on, like that, uh, likely they would be a good candidate for uh, for ECMP here. Um, so what we are seeing essentially here is. Uh, traffic that's coming. So basically, uh, Vodafone is advertising someone else's prefix and it propagates over the internet. Uh, and in this particular case, we are showing the example of the Hurricane Electric, right? Uh, so, uh, but the thing is like uh, all the traffic that's being sent uh, and that was installed in the routing tables on the routers on the pot that was, and the flows that were using those pots uh, were essentially uh, being black holed at the target because right. the target itself didn't have the resources or services to serve that traffic. Right. So any any traffic that went down the path that was being advertised by Vodafone, because they didn't actually have a destination within their network, um, you know, that, that basically matched where the traffic was destined, it would have just all gotten dropped. Um, and it's it's interesting, you know, we've been talking a little bit about like route leaks and, I, you know, there was also in the article they, they call it a leak. Um, some folks might call it a hijacking. Um, there's different takes on what qualifies as a leak versus a hijacking, right? In some cases, um, you know, the, the, I guess the, the very traditional um, thinking is that if it's unintentional, there was no intent to, to um, you know, collect the traffic or have the traffic steered towards you, then it's sort of a leak. Um, and if it's, it's a hijacking, if it's sort of malicious. Um, and then there are other folks that say, well, if the, if the result is the same, you know, and you're, you're advertising yourself, you know, as something that you're not, and the impact is that you're, you're kind of effectively taking somebody else's traffic, then, you know, it kind of doesn't matter. It's still a hijack, but either event, <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's correct. just a yeah. word, right? <laughs> yeah. The thing is like, uh, route leak versus, uh, hijack is just intent, right? Now, it's really hard without root cause analysis that are going to be published by the service provider, hopefully, uh, to identify whether this was a leak or hijack, right? And most probably just based on the fact that this is a um, uh, company that's uh, in the market for a long time, they are doing transit uh, stuff. This looks to me like a configuration error. 
some analysis are showing that basically there was a 30,000 prefixes that were affected and uh, they are indicating that um, there was a three time prepend of their prefix 55410, uh, which indicates that this could be potentially something related with the RFC 1998, uh, which is the um, traffic engineering um, RFC uh, using communities. This is obviously just a wild guess. We don't know whether that's the case or not. Uh, but in general, like I don't see why Vodafone would have malicious intent, right? right? But I, I do agree with your, uh, with your statement about uh, whether it qualifies as a route hijack. In the end, uh, legitimate customer traffic was affected by this. And as such, it's uh, not really relevant whether it's a hijack or a leak. Right. Uh, people at the end of the line uh, got affected and that's what what matters here yeah it, it's interesting too because you know you you bring up uh, traffic engineering and um, one one thing that we've seen in some other hijackings is that um, and and typically the the reason or the cause of the the leak or the hijack is because they're using some BGP optimizer and they're kind of like splitting the traffic within their network and so um, they might be you know, we've seen, for example, uh, some folks might advertise like a slash 21 or a couple of slash 21s for like um, some of Cloudflare's prefixes. And so oftentimes what's happening is that a more specific announcement is being made. And then what that does is that steers all of the traffic to the person who's making the illegitimate announcement. But we don't see that here. So they're not, Vodafone did not announce more specific prefixes, they were announcing the same prefixes as Akamai. Um, so, you know, that basically creates a different situation in which, um, depending on the path link, you effectively have kind of two competing routes. That, that's correct. Uh, so uh, in general, like uh, advertising more specific prefixes is one of the strategies of fighting root leaks and hijacks. Like it's the same measure for both of them. And mm. to your point, uh, we saw uh, like, uh, I think last, uh, late last year, we saw some of the um, uh, BGP optimizing issues as part of which large portions of the internet were affected, right? And that we don't see that here, right? We don't see any more specific prefixes being advertised or something down those lines. It's just the same prefix uh, advertised by a different provider. And how it propagates is gonna highly depend on uh, how well the Vodafone India LTD was peered with the rest of the inter internet. Because at the end of the day, uh, the shorter IS path always wins, right? And depending on how well they are peered with the rest of the internet, uh, that's going to directly uh, affect how many customers are, are affected in this particular case. Right. And in this case, it, it could have been a lot worse. Um, the fact that Akamai is very densely peered with a lot of the major transit and service providers and, and more so than, say, Vodafone uh, India, that it didn't seem to have had as wide an impact as it could have had. Um, but, you know, like we said, it was very long standing for a leak. I mean, typically what we see is they'll only be like, you know, five minutes, um, you know, uh, they're pretty brief, but this one, we see this flopping taking place. Um, and what's interesting here is that, you know, we have, you know, again, kind of this, um, you know, this flap here. And then in this next, um, so just, just look at the detail here. So we have um, 16, 625, so Akamai, and then we see at uh, 1026 um, Eastern time, again, Vodafone India advertising the path. And then in the next round, we actually see 
a, a basically a withdrawal, right? So 55, 410, the last time we see the advertisement here is at 1040, right? So it's almost an hour. And then we see the withdrawal 1043. And then finally, you know, that um, goes to the next round. And then, you know, we see the last advertisement from Akamai and then that's what kind of stabilizes the situation. So yes, it almost lasted one hour based on the data that we have in front of us. Uh, it's quite interesting to see some of the early analysis uh, that were published on the internet regarding this particular event, uh, which indicate that, um, and we can see that a majority of the pot changes did happen in the first iteration of right. the event. Like, uh, so at, uh, that was 945 EDT, right? Uh, and uh, these early analysis and, and uh, blog posts that are published about this event indicate that it lasted for 10 minutes and it did probably for a majority of the prefixes that were affected but as, as, as visible here some of the prefixes had this ongoing for a good good one hour which right, is quite right. interesting uh, from the impact kind of perspective yeah absolutely and you know just on that point in terms of the impact i mean we can see that here you know kind of like when that big announcement um kind of change or path changes happen and then kind of the immediate aftermath we see that there's packet loss so you know the dns is still resolving to you know this is this is akamai um but we see that there's um it's not reachable right so traffic is is getting dropped and this is actually getting black holed in uh, Vodafone's network here. So um, it did have an impact on traffic flows, as we can see. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it is interesting because it's kind of important to know, um, you know, the, not only what your dependencies are from the standpoint of like, if you're a customer of this CDN provider, for example, um, there may be other things that uh, you would want to know and that could have prevented this because um, it's interesting because you know, we were discussing this, I mean, you know, could this have been avoided, right? Like um, there's, uh, you know, RPKI that could potentially have prevented this uh, and Hurricane Electric has actually adopted RPKI. So, you know, why did they accept this illegitimate route? So we were talking about this yeah. and actually there is, there's a, a, a different reason why it wasn't anything to do with, with Hurricane Electric it actually had to do with uh, Akamai's prefixes. Exactly. So uh, to your point, uh, this could have been avoided. And uh, I feel like this is a repeating pattern when it comes to uh, root leaks and hijacks. Uh, it's always this could have been avoided, but uh, it's actually a question of whether the companies, uh, service providers, tier one providers are taking necessary steps to mitigate a potential for this kind of impact, right? right? So to your point, um, we were discussing about the prefix 2351208.0/22, and that's the prefix that belongs to uh, Akamai ASN uh, 16625, and we can actually verify that, right? So in order to verify that this is what's actually happening, we can verify that this prefix 2351208.0/22 actually belongs to Akamai. And so in order to do that, there are multiple ways, obviously, to do this. But what I intend to do is I intend to use uh, simru.com. So um, who is minus age with simru.com minus v and as, sorry, it's just a prefix. So, so as you can see here, uh, 
Simru is uh, giving us his data for this BGP prefix. So we can see that 2351.28.0 slash 22 belongs to uh, 16625, which is obviously Akamai in US. So now uh, what we can do in um, uh, to check uh, or whether this uh, prefix was, was good candidate to be protected by uh, RPKI, we, we can check whether the uh, uh, ROA for it exists. And ROA is just a combination of uh, prefixes along with their ASN. So uh, this is a command to do so. Um, we, can, we can use this one here. So who is minus H to uh, who is BGP monnet? Uh, and we are basically querying ROA for 16625, which is an ASN for the prefix that we just discussed. And we can see that uh, the prefix itself is not found. Um, which indicates that it's not signed, which then uh, answers the question that you uh, raised a little bit earlier on why this prefix wasn't protected. It wasn't protected because it was not signed. And um, even though the uh, Hurricane Electric implemented it in uh, June, um, the, this prefix wasn't just a candidate for it. So, right. so uh, if, it, if, these, if the prefixes were signed, then, you know, like Akamai would have looked it up. They would have seen that the announcement they were getting from Vodafone India wasn't associated with that prefix, like that, you know, that they didn't, they weren't the ASN um, in the record. Um, they didn't own that prefix and they would have just rejected that announcement. So exactly. it kind of takes two, right? It's sort of like DNSSEC where it's not just a matter of like, you know, the, the service provider implementing it has to also be the owners of the prefix um, prefixes and and the combination of the two is what enables the protection exactly so here uh, the other thing that um, uh, so yes first of all rpki can be used uh, to protect from these cases it's created for exactly this uh, purpose and it's one of the uh, building uh, things up uh, that are part of the manners framework. Uh, out of, uh, besides that, uh, some of the other things that could be used here is, um, uh, for example, Akamai advertises a certain number of prefixes to their upstream providers. And if there was a, um, a filtering on the edge implemented in those providers uh, based on the maximum number of prefixes, uh, they would be dropping. Now, I understand that this is a little bit different case for the max prefixes, given the fact that Vodafone originated it. And it, uh, uh, based on some indications in this case, we saw it uh, propagating to um, Hurricane Electric, which is again, company that does uh, transit, right? So as part of that, it, like it's not realistic that you would have uh, max prefixes filtering on, on these uh, particular BGP sessions. However, um, Filtering based on the AS pod that's originating this uh, prefix, uh, basically proper filtering based on the uh, publicly available information in root DB and stuff like that would have potentially prevented this, I think. Mm -hmm. The problem with all of these uh, in general is that they are best effort, right? If you think right. about max prefixes, uh, max prefix would work. And again, it's not that it would potentially work in this particular case, just based on the nature of this particular leak, uh, because uh, Vodafone is advertising pretty large number of prefixes. Uh, so does the Hurricane Electric Bar Airtel as well that are that's heavily involved in this particular event. Uh, 
you know, they are in the transit business and they are um, exchanging full routing tables. So max prefix is not something that I would expect to see that kind of filtering there. However, uh, what I would expect to see uh, would be a proper implementation of filtering, but that being best effort, it, it did not happen. Uh, again, um, even though uh, Hurricane Electric in the example that we just saw did best practice, practice on their side. They, they are basically participating from June last year in the RPKI signing and uh, they are val validating prefixes and stuff like that. Um, um, this particular instance of scenario suffered just purely because of the fact that not everyone participated and uh, if the Akamai signed their prefix and created ROAs, this wouldn't have happened. At least it wouldn't have happened in the format that we just showed. Right, right. Well, and just to contrast, you know, an affected um, service like Akamai. Um, so if, for example, Vodafone, um, you know, had leaked routes to Cloudflare to Hurricane Electric, right, um, you know, what would the impact have been, right? Because now, you know, we know Cloudflare is um, fairly vocal in their championing of RPKI. And, um, you know, I would expect that they have their prefixes signed. So the combination of, of Hurricane Electric validating, um, you know, RPKI and, and uh, you know, Cloudflare having implemented it, um, it'd be interesting to see if we can see yeah. that they have signed. So basically, uh... What am I doing here is I'm checking uh, DNS resolution for cloudflare.com. And as you can see, we are uh, basically getting multiple addresses uh, for their DNS records. So uh, they have um, A, uh, quad quadruple A and MX handlers here. Uh, so uh, if we take this prefix, uh, for example, and we check it again with this uh, same who is query that we did previously. So, um, we can see that this particular IP address 104.16.132.229 is the part of the Cloudflare uh, ASN uh, 13.335. So now uh, if we execute the same command that we were uh, executing for the Akamai prefix, uh, you can see that 13.335 ASN is in fact uh, uh, using signatures. So 16128.0 slash 20. And as you can see here, uh, there is ROA created for this particular prefix. So first of all, we are getting that it's valid. We can see that origin ASN is Cloudflare's ASN. We can see uh, validity data. Uh, we can see who uh, is trust anchor that signed this particular ROA. And you can see that's exactly the prefix that we just looked up. So if this uh, was, uh, if this particular prefix was leaked or hijacked by someone and advertised as a consequence to the provider that does RPKI validation and, and verification, uh, this wouldn't have happened, right? right because they right. would val validate uh, the origin ASN would be uh, different, uh, like basically in case of, uh, or in case of um, example that we earlier showed, we saw that that was 40, uh, 55, 4, 110, Vodafone. Uh, and uh, as you can see, origin for this particular prefix is uh, Cloudflare SAS. And so 
there would be difference in the origin essence. And as a result, all the uh, participants that are uh, doing verification for the uh, signed ROAs would just drop this. Right. And so, you know, if you had done that same query and just popped in Vodafone's ASN instead of Cloudflare's and done the lookup, it would have come back as invalid, right? And that's exactly. what Hurricane Electric would have seen. And, and you know, then at that point, they would have rejected the route. Um, so it's, uh, yep, there you go. Not valid, yep. invalid origin ASN. So, you know, this is, um, it's, it's sort of a, you know, kind of speaks to the fact that when it comes to security on the internet, it's kind of a, really kind of requires a, a community effort, right? Like all of the service providers and, and um, whether, the, whether they're transit providers or ISPs or their um, application providers or infrastructure hosting providers, um, they all have to kind of participate in order for, um, you know, there to be safety uh, you know, across the board, right? So um, it is becoming much more widely adopted, but uh, as we can see here, it's not. Um, yeah, there's a significant push to get ROA, uh, RPKI and ROA signed. Uh, I know that um, anchors are doing pretty good jobs, uh, a pretty good job on it. There are certain companies uh, such as Cloudflare that's doing pretty good job on pushing the internet forward when it comes to uh, signing their pre uh, prefixes and ASNs. Uh, and the thing is like the faster we get there, the better it's gonna get for everyone. You know, in, in general, like I do understand that's hard step to take initially, it, you know, uh, ch changes are hard uh, in general. Like they require resources, they require people. There's always this element of whether this is gonna be uh, causing potential outages and stuff like that. So there's a fear factor. However, um, once people get over those hurdles uh, and do adopt it, uh, it's gonna get better for everyone. So uh, yeah. just be a good neighbor and <laughs> Right, absolutely. Okay, so, um, well, that's our show. Um, we went, you know, pretty deep on some, on, you know, a really fascinating topic, BGP. Um, so, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions on future topics or want to drop us a note with any comments, uh, you can reach us at internetreport at thousandeyes.com. And of course, if you subscribe to the show, you can get a free t-shirt on us. We have some pretty cool t-shirts. So uh, subscribe and then send a note to that email address with your size and your uh, physical address and we'll get it right out to you. So with that, um, have a great week.